My friends, it's time for us to delve into the darkest recesses of Star Wars history. The embarrassing dirty secret from George Lucas's closet of forgotten terrors. The Star Wars Holiday Special. To celebrate the arrival of the holiday season, Douglas Gale and I sat down to record a commentary to the most maligned Star Wars film ever. No, not episode one. The Star Wars Holiday Special. It was a made-for-TV variety show broadcast once in 1978 before George Lucas locked it away, never to be heard from again. If you want to watch it along with our commentary, you have to download it through nefarious means online. But this episode is designed so you can just listen and enjoy without having to watch this horrible piece of garbage. Sci-Fi with Jesse Mercury presents... The Star Wars Holiday Special! Well, Douglas Gill, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Jesse. Very excited to have you here. Me too. So, last time you were here, you made a comment along the lines of... Uh, Star Wars Holiday Special is is not as bad as everyone thinks, and there's actually like a hidden genius in it. Uh, yeah, well, I would say it is as bad as everyone thinks, <laughs> but there is there is uh, to me there's one interesting uh, thought uh, experiment in there. There's one interesting gem hidden within it, and it's it's unintentional. It's definitely not planned. It's just sloppiness, and then trying to pretend that it has intention is fun. I think. Oh, cool. Well. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> so we're going to watch this shit. Uh, I've only seen this once, and it was a miserable experience. It was, like, astonishingly depressing to watch Star Wars be this bad. Yes. So and I, and I once should, more into the breach. And I should be clear that the, the thing that, I'm, that I like about it is maybe a, a, a fifth of a percent, okay. 5%, 10% of the movie. The rest of it is just not play into my uh, mm. premise here. Well, I'm very interested. So we're going to play a thought game, and okay. we're going to watch this. And I'm going to... Oh, do you want to know what it is up front, or do you want to have it unfold? How How is the best way to unfold it? No, it's up to you. I don't know whether it's something you want to watch it thinking about it, like, oh, let me think about it from that standpoint. Yes, because I need okay. to be able to think about something yeah. other than what's happening on the screen. Okay, so here's the, the gem that I f think exists within the Star Wars terrible hol holiday uh, Christmas life day special <laughs> is uh it's there's a meta narrative happening okay it's a, it's a story that has a story inside of it but that itself is their own uh reality wow so, yeah it's so like for one one uh, get jumping ahead is uh the, the whatever chewbacca's goofy ass son is called <laughs> uh he watches cartoons but his dad is in one of the cartoons oh shit okay. which is that's the one where they show boba fett for the first time right so what is that and in my mind that's like oh that's rebel propaganda that he's oh. watching that stars his own father wow well, now I'm excited. You actually managed to get me excited to watch this movie. <laughs> and then there's another part where they're watching TV and they're watching basically uh, uh, the end point of reality television because they're just watching a bar. They're, <laughs> they're just watching the video and audio feed straight from a bar. Wow. So it's like so Periscope. Okay. Yeah, because when I watch this, I'm just like, oh, this is a really thin premise to interject all of these other things they wanted to shoot. Right. But you're saying take it literally. Yeah. Like, these yeah. things are actually happening. How do you make that fit within this world? <laughs> and within Star Wars canon, which is even... Well, let's fucking 
All do right. it. All right. So uh, we're going to do something that has never happened on this show before. We are going to do a live commentary to the entire movie. Right. So we're just going to start this thing and just go. Right. And hopefully, hopefully not just <laughs> fade into watching it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could talk about it as we go and talk yeah. about other things. Yeah. And then if we have long silences, we'll plug in the movie later. Yeah. There we, that's, a, that's a great plan. <laughs> we, we, I mean you. Yes. So I downloaded this version that has this weird... Like intro that I don't think was on the original broadcast. Oh. It seems like something that the person who no, that looks posted legit. It. You think so? Do they mention anything from modern times? It's just well, let's just start from the beginning then. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this may be as bad as you. It's so bad it looks like someone just added it in. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm gonna give us a countdown here. Okay. So this one has like this weird thing in the beginning, but I'll tell you when. I think I think when it's supposed to start is when the star destroyers show up on the uh. this, the, pl- the the star field. But let's read this thing. Okay. <laughs> and play Star episode, episode four, four and a half. The Star Wars holiday special. Sorry, it's a bad start. Han Solo and Chewbacca are on their way to the Wookiee planet of Kashyyyk to take part of the Life Day when they come under fire from the evil Empire. Meanwhile, Luke Skywalker and R two D two frantically try to repair Luke's X wing fighter, while Princess Leia and C three PO contact Han and Chewie. Witness the first appearance of Boba Fett. Watch one of the Golden Girls argue with Groot. Yeah, this does this seem definitely. Like, watch Princess Leah saying, "Yeah, because it's, <laughs> no one would care that this was the first introduction of yeah, Boba Fett." Until... I'm pretty sure that this was just added on by someone. <laughs> well, it looks like it could have been part of it. It's yeah. terribly written. Well, in that case, here we go. We're going to start the real thing, and and and. Pew, pew, pew. Go! <laughs> that was the worst count-in <laughs> All right. So it starts out with a lot of promise. <laughs> right. I You're mean, seeing Han and Chewie. Can you do a Chewie? Can you do a Chewie nose? <laughs> and it's like, they're in the Millennium Falcon, but it... Is it the same set, do you think? No, no, this looks hokey as shit. Yeah. It, and it looks like people are on the outside of it shaking it, you know, to yeah. make it look like... It looks like they're in a Winnebago. Like, that <laughs> looks like a a chair from a car. And they're cutting in actual effects from the movie. Right. And then the, the film quality is that, like, TV quality, where it's not <laughs> the film Horrible, like, lighting. And yeah. <laughs> that weird, like, gooey, sticky, this was transferred to tape feeling. <laughs> the thing that they do now a with the HD stuff that... I don't like it has that same feel where it's like this mm. is too mm. too real too real <laughs> yeah <laughs> I want fake movie yeah Mark Hamill looking so so young adorable Harrison Ford looking really Scraggly. angry that he has to be <laughs> in this should read my contracts Carrie Fisher looking like she's on pills dope to the gills yeah yeah Cthulhu looks sharp though yeah. he looks good yeah well that's the thing about robots is they just you know they age well yeah yeah C-3PO looks, like, just as thin now as he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Mark Hamill, this is probably before he fucked up his face. I think you're right. Yeah, because this is between uh, episodes four and five. Right. So, so this was the second Star Wars movie that was ever made. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> the fact that Star Wars continues after this. Yeah. The fact that Star Wars was such a big deal that this could come out and, and not impact yeah. <laughs> ticket sales for The Empire Strikes Back is amazing. I wonder if part of it is also that it's just like a mass of kids watched it and were still super excited about it. And then adults might have been, you know, oh, this was garbage. Yeah. But the kids are still fired up for it. 
I tried to put myself in the mindset of a kid recently, thinking about this movie, thinking to myself, if I'd seen this as a child, would I, would I have enjoyed it? <laughs> and after a lot of self-reflection, the answer was no. <laughs> Pretty sure that if I'd seen this as a kid, it would have destroyed me. I saw it as a kid, but I do not remember it at all. You know, yeah. I remember watching it, and I remember at least having, you know... I didn't, I didn't complain about it afterwards or talk to my friends like, that was awful. Yeah. I was just excited for Star Wars. Look at that matte painting. Yeah. It looks like a comic book. But, I mean, if they could actually make that on film, that's a pretty good version of <laughs> the Wookiee planet. I love the fact that on Kashyyyk, Kashyyyk. Like the, the, the living room is basically like your grandpa's house in 1970. Yeah. <laughs> Paneling. Like the green shag carpet. Yeah. <laughs> This part of this movie is so bizarre because nobody speaks for a really long time. There's yeah. just a lot of Wookiee noises. Just Wookiees at home. With little model X-Wings. Yep, and a giant fireplace in the middle of your treehouse, which seems like a bad call. This whole scene, like, kind of offended me a little <laughs> bit because, because I respect Wookiee culture. And this is, like, basically just whitewashing the Wookiee culture <laughs> to say that they're just like the white man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've got all these modern appliances. I really you know. hate it. Ugh, I hate it so much. This this is not how you would picture Wookiees living in uh, trees. You right. Know? Totally. George Lucas did fix this with Revenge of the Sith. You know, like he yeah. showed Kashyyyk for real. Right, right. And Wookiees were fucking warriors and yeah. badass. <laughs> Unfortunately, they were all CG and it made me a little sad. Yeah. But it was still cool. Like, the whole thing on Kashyyyk in Revenge of the Sith, I really liked. The, Me, like the, do you remember the fight with Obi-Wan and that, uh, where he's riding that giant lizard thing? Yes. Yeah. I love that stuff. It was great. <laughs> I mean, that movie is terrible, but, like, that scene was really cool. It's the best, I think it's the best of the three prequels. I really like it. It's fast pace. Yeah. If you watch all three of them back to back, you realize the first one is just slow as fuck. Yeah. Then the other two are like, oh, these are, like, decent movies. Yeah. They're like decent movies if they were made by one of our friends. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like if Dan DeRozier made episode one, I would have been like, damn, dude, <laughs> that's really good. But <laughs> for like George Lucas to make it, it's like, damn, dude, what, <laughs> what happened? Yeah. I Hey, I defend two and three. I, I do like them as movies. I have a lot of fond feel feelings about three. Yeah. I'm mostly revolving Ewan McGregor, yeah. who is so good in that movie. Why is his trash can just like a Rubbermaid that the little kid is carrying out? So this is, I guess, what we have to think about this. This is uh, uh, Kashyyyk. What is it? I can never... I think it's pronounced Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. This is, Kash this is a subjugated Kashyyyk. The Empire okay. is in ascendance. They have uh, colonized this planet. That's why they have all of these like shitty... Uh, appliances and this this is them the Empire is trying to uh, uh, put down the Wookiee way of life and Wookiee yeah. traditions that's fucked up <laughs> why does no one respect the Wookiee dude because <laughs> they're scary as shit <laughs> the Empire needs to keep the Wookiees down oh man because they're badass so I'm pretty sure one of these characters is named Itchy. I think, yeah. I think it's the grandpa the that's gra named Itchy. Yeah, they all have dumb terrible names. names. Oh my god, let's look it up. Okay. Yeah, so the grandpa is just apparently whittling a <laughs> TIE fighter. Okay, Google. <laughs> but you also have to imagine that maybe his grandfather was like a, a warrior around the time of 
Well, it wouldn't even be episode three because Wookiees live forever, so it would have been like yeah. 400 years ago, 500 years ago. Yeah. How long do you think, if they live for that long, how long do you think they look like old men? <laughs> like like a time full of, hundred year run of, yeah. of being old and bent over. That sounds rough. <laughs> All right, let me try this again. Okay, Google. What? Pay attention to me. Okay, Google. It's just flat out ignoring me. My phone and I have not been getting along as well recently. As we <laughs> uh, let's see. So, so far, the whole movie is just Wookiees walking around their house. <laughs> uh, what is Chewbacca's family named? <laughs> Those sounds are just so, like, constipated. Now, that's his son. Who kind of looks son. like a, a cross between an Ewok and Cousin It. <laughs> It's an it walk. Is that Chewbacca? I think that's Chewbacca's wife. Chewbacca's wife. Oh, so Chewbacca's wife looks basically just like Chewbacca. All right, here we go. His father, Itchy, his wife, Mala, Mala and his son, Lumpy. Lumpy, yeah. Motherfucking Lumpy. <laughs> Ugh. Now, those are definitely names that the Empire has given them. <laughs> okay. So things get, shit's getting weird now. Yeah. Lumpy's so, bored, so he's gonna watch entertainment. Which is... It looks like Horton Hears the Who <laughs> stage production. Yeah, local theater production of Horton Hears the Who. So yeah, they cut to this, like, shit with these people wearing these insect outfits and dancing, and then they just hold the shot. Yeah. They just stay there for a really long time. And, like, in theory, he's watching this, like, really bad local circus that's a 3D presentation for him. Man. And he did not like it. So, on. Uh, oh no, he's he made it larger. Oh, he made it larger. We're going inside. So it's a large uh, bug demon that's playing a trumpet, <laughs> disembodied in their living room. Oh my god. So here's what's bothering me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you think that this is a local circus on Kashyyyk, or is this like a galactic network of entertainment that? Young Lumpy here has tuned into. Yeah, I think it is a galactic network of entertainment. I think prior to the Empire uh, subjugating Kajik, that they didn't have this like internet style videos and entertainment from across the Empire. I think that that makes it better. That makes it like more <laughs> acceptable because the first time I watched this, I had it in my mind that this was Wookie Circus. No, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why? Why are all these people? This, this, these demons in jumpsuits doing some sort of weird pyramid is why we have to defeat the Empire. This is the oh, entertainment that they're pushing out. This is the entertainment of the Empire. Right. You're watching them corrupt oh, Lumpy's oh. young mind. All right. You know, like, planets are right. burning, and they're making the children watch, like, watch these idiots in, in spandex juggle. Doug, you started winning me over, like, right away. <laughs> I was not on board, and now I'm already, like, a little on board. <laughs> I'm already thinking, like, like the fact that... I, what I love about Star Wars is, like, the darkness under the surface. Yeah, yeah, you know? absolutely. So with this, the darkness under the surface is that this is what you have to watch. This is this is the <laughs> cultural imperialism of yeah. the Empire. This is the best that the Empire has to offer for a young Lumpy to watch. Yeah, you think episode one is bad. Look what Lumpy has to watch. Yeah. A multicolored circus of people juggling. This and he's been going on for a long time. <laughs> That's the other thing, yes. So, in some ways, we're also being punished with the entertainment of the Empire. Ooh, group costume. Let's go as this group. 
<laughs> one yellow, one green. How many people do we know? <laughs> <laughs> They're that band, the Counting Crows. We have to also mention the fact that there are no subtitles. So yes. <laughs> all of this is uh, unintelligible gobbledygook. Yeah, it's basically they had uh, Han Solo speak, and that's the only dialogue. Yeah. So the fact that you took meaning from this is impressing me now because I'm like I'm realizing the first time I watched this I was so upset by how stupid it was that right. I just tuned out. I was oh, just not paying attention. That's fair. This is probably this time now is probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen it. Oh wow. So okay, so now M- Mala's trying to she's calling what, contact probably Chewy? she's yeah, probably looking for her husband calling Empire Traffic Control. On so this is where she gets real. TRS-80, it looks like. <laughs> A.K.A. Trash-80. No starships. Oh, she's checking to see if if the Millennium Falcon's nearby. Yeah. The answer is no. No. Wait, no starships no nearby? Starships. That seems a bit... Wait, there's no starships nearby? <laughs> the planet Kashyyyk? They, that can't be. They live out in the boondocks of space. <laughs> Aren't there, like, Imperials around them right now? Yeah, that, I would think so. Doesn't that happen later? There's, like, Imperials here? There must be spaceships nearby. Yeah. All right, now we're... Oh, no, it's Luke. We're calling Luke. Holy shit. Luke has this personal relationship with Chewbacca's family. <laughs> Hello, Mala. <laughs> Hello, Mala. <laughs> Look at his face. Yeah. He's covered in makeup. Yeah. I guess it's different for TV, right? Yeah, It. He looks orange. He looks as orange as his suit. He looks as orange as Donald Trump. Yeah. It's a very strange complexion. Do you think that they've, like, all hung out and had dinner together at one point? Like, Luke, Han, and Leia? <laughs> yeah. All over to Chewie's family's house? They had to have. Yeah. Like, For... after he won that big award, they probably yeah. went over and hung out. What do you, what do you think Wookiees eat? I don't like the looks of this. Let me get this fixed. Oh, that's a good question. Are they herbivores or are they omnivores? I don't know, man. I'm now, like, oddly upset that I don't know that. Because I feel like... If that were if that were common Star Wars knowledge, I would have heard that by now. So it's probably just just another example of people not respecting Wookiees. <laughs> just don't give a shit what they eat. My guess would be omnivore, just because they look like primates. You know, they look to be yeah. So this, you know, what I like about young Mark Hamill here. What's that? Is he is trying his best to he, put up good performances. Yes. <laughs> this is a man that has not been broken by Hollywood yet. Totally. Yeah. He he's doing great. Like yeah. he's actually. Emoting. Yeah. I mean, Harrison Ford was... You can imagine Harrison Ford just not wanting to be there. Like, He's putting in his work, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like, I ain't selling it, I'm just gonna do what I need to do. It's like, I signed this stupid contract and I have to do this. Yeah. So Which is gonna show up. It's just like his voiceover for Blade Runner. That's like... Oh, yeah. Him not wanting to do it, but it makes it sound great. So, I've only seen that version once. It was the first time I saw it when I was a little kid. Yeah. And I didn't care for the movie that much. And then I saw it again as an adult and I saw the director's cut that doesn't have that but mm-hmm. does have the the stuff with the the unicorn mm-hmm. that makes it much more apparent that spoiler alert that uh harrison ford is a a replicant yep and i saw it as an adult and i was like jesus christ that's a good movie yeah uh but i'm really i i've read that people don't like the voiceover one as much but i haven't seen it since uh, i've been old enough to comprehend it see you know? i love the voiceover one but that's what i grew up with i saw it probably mm. like 20 times that way that's and awesome at no point 
at my age then was I thinking like, oh, voiceovers are terrible in movies. I was, I was like, this explains stuff. It's cool. Yeah, I actually kind of like voiceovers in movies. Like the whole no voiceover rule thing pisses me off. Yeah, agreed. I was listening to the Nerdist Writers Panel recently, and someone on that show was talking about that. I was like, you're never supposed to do voiceover. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. You know? If you can, like, do it well, you might as well. Yeah, it's usually, like, a warning sign in the script if you see that. Like, uh-oh. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right, I keep fading in and out of paying attention to this That's thing. my fault. Yeah, we, we, we talked over Luke's scene, which is just him not knowing where Chewbacca is. <laughs> it lasts for a good long while. I mean, they had, like, good actors in this movie. Do you think that they just couldn't afford to have them in it for more than, like, ten minutes? I feel like it was just put in the hands of incompetent people. Hmm. It was, let's make a variety show, and then we'll wrap it, you know, in the uh, a, a thin layer of Star Wars. <laughs> Ooh, sinister. Now yep. we're looking at the Wookiee trading post. <laughs> oh, and this guy. This guy's a... Art Carney? Yeah. Nothing against Art Carney, but yeah. <laughs> this character... is It's such a weird juxtaposition, because yeah. this Art Carney character... What's his character's name? Do you know? I don't no, remember. I can't remember his name. Uh, he's just like this, you know, like kind of woodsy American shop owner. Yeah. <laughs> on Kashyyyk. Yeah, he just lives on Kashyyyk. He's a trader. You have to imagine that he's basically a failed trader. That's why he's wound up here on the fringes of the Empire. Yeah. And he's being kind of pushed around by the Imperial yeah. people. But he's got a good heart. Yeah. He's not a he's not a sympathizer. I mean he's basically a character out of I Love Lucy put <laughs> into a Star Wars movie, and it's very confusing. Yeah. That's part of the cause who did they choose apart from the people they had to put in here from Star Wars are like the the big stars of TV yeah, at the time. Totally. But that just super dates it, it super locks it into this era. Yeah. I wonder if this was better then or if it was bad then. I don't know. I would love to talk to, like, uh, my mother who enjoyed Star Wars and then probably watch this, you know. Yeah. Or any other adult of that era. Do you remember if this was crap to you? Yeah, were you upset by this <laughs> as a youth? So, oh, so he's, like, giving a secret message to Mala saying, Yeah. Some, something about Chewie. <laughs> uh, here, I'm trying to be subtle. She did it by hand. Solo. And I could use something to chew on. To chewy on. <laughs> so, okay, what's happening in the meta narrative here? So this is still just the regular world. There's nothing at this point. Uh, you've got a trader who lives on Kajik, who is a sympathizer with the Wookiees. He's not on board with the Empire. And he has information that he knows he can give to Mala. But he's going to give it on the sly, you know. It, it, but he's also yeah. grossly incompetent, as <laughs> evidenced by literally saying hand Solo. So this is like the first time that we ever... Maybe first and only time that we ever really see civilians resisting yes. <laughs> the Empire. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is yeah. civilian life <laughs> under the Empire. Because in, in Star Wars, they just, you just take it as, right. as like, law that the Empire is bad and right. they, that they're the bad guys. <laughs> but you but just it, see them fighting. They never tell you why. They never, like, prove it to you. Of course, the backstory in the prequels kind of shows you why, but you don't know what it's like right. to What's be life like in the on Empire? the ground, like, you know. Give me something and try it. Yeah, and this is him, like, getting bullied by 
Imperial guards. <laughs> the scenes are so long. Yeah. And they try to be funny. Yeah. And it's not working. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like this is just like, it's Art Carney, just let him let him do what he wants. Yeah. Because there's a lot of Ooh, what feels like... real Star Wars. Yeah, and they just cut in like, oh, by the way, his ships. Ooh, Darth Vader. Like, all the, all the stuff that looks good is just from the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they just overdub the scene. Mm-hmm. Is that James Earl Jones for real? Mm-hmm. That sounds like him. Uh, so they just straight up took a scene from Star Wars and overdubbed Redubbed dialogue. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, commercials. Oh yeah, I downloaded the one with the commercials in it. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, Super 70s. Yeah. This is a commercial for cars. I can cut but the see, commercials out too when we put this together. Oh sure. I probably should. This is going to be long. And this is interesting. It's a commercial for cars and they're focusing on like the factory worker. You know, where yeah. a lot of car commercials now are like, do you have $90,000? <laughs> you should buy this sleek-ass car. Are you a, a rugged-looking man with a yeah. nice hairdo <laughs> yeah. that wants to get women? <laughs> <laughs> then buy this car. Also, there's directly applying spackle to a car, apparently, that happened in the 70s. Is this like... Are they actually making cars? That's what it looked like, except they had like... By hand with spackle? Clay in a trowel that was... <laughs> and we're back. Nope. No, we're not. Oh, that was one... Co- I hate commercials. <laughs> that was one commercial. Yeah, there's a lot of What is this for? This is like oh a car... Oh my god! Oh my god, this is so cool! <laughs> what is this? He's like... It's a car that follows the track you draw with a crayon. Oh my god, it, that's literally what it is. Yeah. It's like a toy car, and he's drawing a track, and the car is following it. Yep. As why as... is this not a thing <laughs> that I've ever owned, and why isn't this, like, in everyone's home? <laughs> Trail tracker. Wow, that looks so cool! When did we lose the technology of toys that could follow crayon trails? <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Wow, I'm actually really upset now. <laughs> I feel like the world has done me a disservice because I never had a crayon tracker. See, some of these commercials would be fun. Yeah, okay, I'm in. We're doing the commercials. <laughs> oh, and then Mala's the only Wookiee that wears clothes. Yeah. Which I think is, again, cultural imperialism of the <sighs> Empire. <sighs> it's very strange. Do you think that... Do you think that... What is this, NBC? Do you think NBC wouldn't allow them, or CBS or something? What was this? I don't know who made this. It's a good question. I'm actually, I really want to know now. I'm so curious what channel would put this on <laughs> the air. Um, quick facts. Star Wars Holiday Special. I had heard that George Lucas is the one that, like, has this on lockdown. Yeah, so this aired on CBS, which is crazy. Like, this was primetime TV. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, George Lucas apparently... Oh my god, who is this? Oh, oh, I, this is Mala watching a cooking show, right? Yeah, but what's this? This is like, uh, I forget his name. These are the things that, like, Allison's really good at knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Some, like, famous actor. Yeah, he was part of, like, the Carol Burnett show. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, uh, Harvey Corman. I think this is Harvey Corman. So, I think George Lucas basically just gave the network the go-ahead to do it. Yeah. And then walked away. <laughs> and then... Saw it and was furious. <laughs> yeah. And then did everything he could to have it never be released. I think it was just shown the one time, right? Yeah. As far as I know, that's correct. So the fact that they're actually... I am watching a Wookiee watch 
Space Julia Child. <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> that is so dumb. Yeah. That is so, such a waste of time. So on another level, you're watching like a reality show about the Star Wars universe. Mm. This is what like the mundane day-to-day life is. Yeah, which is so depressing because it's yes. basically just like middle America. Yeah. I'm like, the reason I like Star Wars is because it's not middle America. The fact that, that this is just, this is as good as it gets anywhere in the galaxy. <laughs> What would Star Wars be like with unfunny sketches in it? (laughs) A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, life was exactly the same. (laughs) Super shitty. A giant furry creature made a stew. (laughs) Can you imagine being in the writer's room for this? Like, what what inspired this? Like, what? (laughs) I like that you think that there's a whole room of writers. (laughs) How do you write this? Do you just, like, just put in... Uh, in this scene, this famous actress pretends to cook and has four arms. She has like four arms, right? That's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, yep. I'm a little upset that that they made Mala wear clothes. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Do Do you think that CBS just would? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Do you think CBS would be upset about showing a, a naked Wookie? On TV? <laughs> do you think that that like couldn't get past the censors? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Why can't Mala be dude? Well, because she's a Wookie lady. <laughs> yeah, she's covered in hair. Oh my whip, god. Whipster. Whip, 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 whipster. This is real. This yeah. is happening. But this is just waiting for someone to make a dance remix. <laughs> Called Whipster. whipster. Yeah. Whip, whipster. Wow. And like, Mala's like, oh my god. This right. is terrible. Then his fake hair comically is falling out. Mala's like dancing along. Yeah. This is so. See, but this Weird. is again, this is a show that Mala would normally never watch, but now thanks to the Empire having taken over and uh, putting all of these devices in everyone's home that are both to monitor them, oh. you know, and to provide them with this like generic entertainment. But she seems to be enjoying the fuck out of this. Yeah. She does she's not like watching this against her will. No, no, not at all. But you but know it's still propaganda. It's yeah. still like if the only thing on TV is is Whipster, right. then you're gonna watch it. <laughs> like there's probably some really solid underground Kajik uh music going on right now. <laughs> some guerrilla theater happening. <laughs> Uh, but Mala is middle class. Even Chewbacca, it's like all those punk Wookies like yeah. shaving their their hair off, you know, fucking straight edge. They just have a bald patch on the top of their heads, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they shaved it off. Chewbacca's like a middle aged man who had to like take up arms. Punk Wookies who like bleach themselves, blonde <laughs> their entire bodies, shave all the way black. down, yeah, shave all the way down, get tattoos. <laughs> so, oh, cutscene from actual Star Wars. And then the Winnebago looking yeah. on the Falcon cockpit. But the actors, like, that is Peter Mayhew. I mean, yeah. that is Chewbacca. Yep. That is Harrison Ford. It's and very, here... very upsetting. And they're using footage from when Luke was shooting. Yep. Uh, which is confusing <laughs> my brain because I've seen this so many times. And he's not doing anything to shoot. It's yeah. Just yeah. happening. Yeah, he's not, like, down in the, in the laser turret. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, kid. Don't get cocky. <laughs> my friend used to say, don't get penisy instead of don't get cocky. And I've kind of adopted that into my life. I like it. Yeah. Doug. Doug. Don't get penis. Don't get penis. 
they just ripped off a line from Star Wars. That's one life day he won't soon forget. Ugh. Oh my god. Uh, it just like makes my stomach turn over. Just watching Harrison Ford actually do that. <laughs> I remember finding out that this existed. I think I heard about this first from the Star Wars Insider magazine when I was a kid. Ah. There was an article about it. And I had no idea that this existed. My first reaction was, oh my god, there's more Star Wars? <laughs> and my second reaction was, don't ever watch this, because I read the rest of the article. And they basically recommended, if you're like a young boy who likes Star Wars, which I was, don't watch this, because it will upset you. No ships will be permitted to land Oh yeah. So Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Until further... This is the downside of the Empire installing all of these things in everyone's uh, house. This is also how they broadcast direct messages from the planetary authority to them. Wow. It's so interesting because a lot of these things are things that we would allow voluntarily if they were offered, <laughs> right? Like if there were like, oh, you can have a free TV in your home. And it will also be an emergency broadcast system for the government. You would take it. <laughs> right. Right? But you shouldn't. And this movie tells you exactly why. Yeah. Because you'll have to watch insect people in leotards doing terrible dances. That is our future. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now Art Carney shows up the traitor. Look, look how low, look how low his collar goes. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a Frank Lapidus from Lost collar going on. It's real low. Frank Lapidus on Lost uh, was the sole inspiration for me letting go of an entire button of buttons. Like when I wore a button-up shirt. I used to button to here, yeah. now I button to here. Down one. <laughs> Down one. Because of Frank Lapidus. Because he's running around the island with all that chest popping out. Yeah. I'm like, you look good, Frank. <laughs> Don't keep that under buttons. <laughs> the Lumpy. Lumpy's the kid, right? Mm -hmm. Lumpy's sound effects are very upsetting. <laughs> he sounds like a... Like a... A sea otter that someone is like holding and <laughs> wringing out like yes. a cloth. Like yes. squeezing in two directions. <laughs> it's the sound of pain. <laughs> they just made, I mean, no attempt to make a sci-fi environment at all. You yeah, know? it's just home life. Yeah, totally. Those are just presents. Those are just like, a, it's a spiral staircase and shag carpet. Yeah. I can't get over the shag carpet. He gave Mala a sewing machine. <laughs> Here, for you, because you're the only one who wears clothes. Lumpy's got uh, his own like sexism attic is real. room. <laughs> Man. Okay, so now Lumpy's opening up his present, his which present is really just from Art Carney, right? Not or is this really from, wrapped. Was this like from Chewie through Art Carney, or is this just from I Art Carney? I think it's from Art Carney. And this is his stuff that he gets asked to as a as a trader. What is that? A synthesizer? It looks like a Vic Twenty. <laughs> It looks like a modular rack synthesizer. Yeah, but it, see, that is... So, I think this is like an entertainment device. Huh. So then I would... If it is, then this is like black market, non-imperial... Cool. So he's, he comes around with, like, the real shit. Yeah, I think so. Which is why when Itchy, the grandpa, gets horny <laughs> and wants to... Chillax. Yeah. He has this to watch, which right. is what we're about to see. Yes. This is all coming together for me, Doug. <laughs> Art Carney brought in some black market porn. I do mean happy life day. Ooh. Ooh. Enjoy jerking off. Ooh. 
He has the jaw of someone who is uh, recovering from a severe meth addiction. Yeah. <laughs> he has no teeth. Yeah. And he has an underbite that is also a widow's peak. <laughs> he is he is Captain Underbite. So now he's watching his, uh, his Randy porn. video. So this is this is black market entertainment, is, yeah. is your theory. I would I would I would call this uh, light erotica. <laughs> this, this is this like is Skinamax. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to actually, you know, paw his furry cock. He's just going to kind of like... But he'll feel something. He'll feel something. This will make yeah. him feel again. He'll feel something in his dick. <laughs> uh, and he's just like sitting in the living room. In the middle of the living room with like a hairdryer. Watching a dirty movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so far as people swimming. Yeah, just... <laughs> they're... I think they're just l people lying on the ground pretending to swim <laughs> <laughs> on a blue screen. On a blue, yeah. <laughs> Which is an odd choice. Yeah, it's very, very strange. <laughs> Slightly erotic. It's and it, this is just like it's like bad performance art. Yeah. If so, if if one of our friends made episode one, I'd be impressed. If one of our friends made this, I might step in. I might <laughs> try to tell them like you might want to edit this. You know. Like, you got some good stuff here, but this movie could be 20 minutes. <laughs> Take what you shot. <laughs> make a 20 minute movie. You're going to trim this down. I can feel my creation. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. And she was talking directly to him. She mentioned him by name. Oh, she did? Yeah. So this is like... Ooh, he's got a boner. Look at that. <laughs> he's sitting in the living room with a boner. And his daughter's just like, oh, dad, you again. <laughs> Have you ever, like, masturbated in a public family space? <laughs> <laughs> like, while other people were other home? People, just cash. Because I sure have it. I mean, I, the first half of that, yes, but the second half of that, no. no. <laughs> she finds him adorable. So this is like calling 1-800-blow-me, yeah. basically. <laughs> well, see, this is what I mean. It's not graphically sexual. I find you adorable. Oh, my God. He's, like, working his jaw. He I is jerking off right now. <laughs> Below camera, this Wookiee is beating it. <laughs> this is the Star Wars version of ASMR. Wow. This is like pretty explicitly erotic. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's not. It's not graphically sexual. No, it's all just titillation. Yeah, but she's she's talking dirty. I mean, oh yeah, she's talking dirty to Grandpa, and Grandpa's making weird faces. So about picture it. Grandpa being from a more conservative age, where like any sex stuff at all was completely off the table. Yeah, like so. Then this is like this is crazy. Yeah, like uh, Mala or Chewbacca be like, Ugh, it's just whatever. But like the father is like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> and also, what I was see your whole like, shoulder? Nineteen seventy nine or something. Yeah, this is like. No. Porn on TV for now. It had to be like 75? Because Star Wars Star was Wars 70, 77. 70, I thought it was 70. Oh. Uh, this was in 78. 78 then, yeah. It was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was like the next year. The next year. Crazy. <laughs> Which is weird because Mark Hamill looks younger in this than he did yeah. in the original one. So now we're being sung at. Yeah. Not sung to. <laughs> sung sung at. at. Someone is singing at us whether we want it or not. And I don't know who this singer is. I don't remember her name. Yeah, but I mean, I'm she's not a, good. Yeah, I like her. Yeah, and I actually I would watch her. She has one of the most interesting styles so far of the guests that have yeah. come on. I mean, Art Carney looks like a fat, slovenly, you know, uh, scoundrel. It's the yeah. same style of dress that Han wears. Yeah, except on a schlubby dude. <laughs> 
She's wearing this cool, like, white wig that's made out of, like, foam or something. <laughs> yeah, it's all sparkly. Yeah. It's kind of purpley. But, but we also have to ask ourselves, why is this in a Star Wars movie? <laughs> and I don't think we'll ever find an answer. It fills time. But as far as... So, okay, so this is, like, the black market entertainment. So this has a little more life to it. Like yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> this has not been, like, uh, you know, squeezed to death by the imperial regime. Right. Which is... Grand Moff Tarkin's just like, I would like to see a circus performer. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that'll get people riled up. Just, like, people dancing, dancing in jumpsuits, flipping around. Do you think that the people on the Death Star watch the entertainment that's put together by the Imperial Entertainment Network? I bet they do for the, the most part. E-N-N. E-N-N. <laughs> E-N-N. E-N-N. Imperial. No, E-E-N. E-N. I can spell. E-N. Imperial Entertainment Network. I-E-N. God damn it. I can't spell. <laughs> Empire Entertainment Network. There's, there's I-E-N yeah. and E-E-N. Yeah. Let's do Empire Entertainment Network because E-E-N sounds better. Yeah. I like that. So do you think... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You think, you think like Grand Moff Tarkin is like... Sipping a cup of tea at night, watching the I E-E-N. Picture, no, I picture Grandma Tarkin reading old texts about, you know, uh, the ancient ancient Coruscant. Hmm. You know, he's 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 reading what would be the equivalent of classical literature for our time, but in the Star Wars universe. I would. He imagine. probably has a favorite uh, Wookiee poem. <laughs> Uh, it's like it's like the roomie of the Wookiee world. <laughs> yeah. I would imagine Grandma Tarkin late at night in bondage leather with a riding crop in his hands, like beating up some no, being beat up right because by he, some young lieutenant. Right, he's been all day is all about control and power. Yeah, he likes so, to let that go at night. At that night, yeah, he makes someone dress like Darth Vader and yeah. then uh, and then whip him, and then that person winds up in a garbage chute the next day. <laughs> Yeah, the end of the night is Grandma Tarkin very slowly sliding a knife across <laughs> <Yeah>. his neck. <laughs> no one gets to keep those secrets. Wow, this got all like psychedelic all of a sudden. Oh, there, yeah. Wow, there was not uh, of of the eight effects that were available to you in the seventies. <laughs> they were not afraid to use any one of them. Wow, the sixties are are much closer to the seventies than we are to the seventies, <laughs> and it's very apparent when you watch this footage. There's probably a name for that where they zoom out and they have like the 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 foreground figure repeated in infinite and then change the yeah. colors as it staggers back out. You see it like in cheap ass videos from that time, <laughs> and like Stone Temple Pilots music videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now here we have Carrie Ooh, Fisher. It's Leia. See, I'm still excited to see Leia. And they're basically acting in a cardboard box. Yeah. We got Leia and 3PO. I love that Anthony Daniels plays 3PO everywhere. Always, yeah. Do you have a Visa commercial that needs a Star Wars character? (laughs) He'll be there. Happy Life Day. Oh, yeah. And and God bless her heart, Carrie Fisher. She looks like she's lit up. Yeah. I don't want to tie up the channels. So could you do me a favor and send either Chewbacca or Han Solo to the screen, please? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're going to be disappointed by this one. She says that she would like to grant your request, but is quite unable to do so. Uh-oh. You mean they haven't arrived yet? She looks orange also. Yeah. So everyone's concerned about where's Han and Chewbacca. Can, I mean, you've heard the stories about, like, the Star Wars kids, right? Like, Han and Luke and Leia, after the first one came out, how they just became the biggest party animals on the planet. Oh, like the actors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Carrie Fisher and... Well, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill in particular, I think. Yeah. Han, I mean, 
Harrison Ford had been one for a while. Right. But apparently he's a huge stoner and does all of his acting stoned. <laughs> so this was the period. Yeah. You know? Like when this was shot was when Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill were the hottest shit. Yeah, yeah. They could go to get into any party in Hollywood. Yeah. Doing all of the cocaine and all the pills and all the drinks. Yeah, and she had a, a, a already a troubled background before this movie, right? Did Carrie she? Fisher. I, I didn't thought know like that. she's is she the postcard from the edge where that's about her mother and the weird oh. relationship that they have. I mean, I know her mom was like a public figure, right? Yeah, but I thought there was like an, she was an abusive mom. Ooh, I don't know. All right, that's interesting. I might be saying things that I uh, <laughs> aren't true. I know that she just released an autobiography where she talks about how she had an affair with Harrison Ford and had sex with him while they were shooting Star Wars. Uh, Have you heard about that? No. <laughs> it was towards the end of one of Harrison's marriages. Yeah. Chewy. I told you we'd make it. I told you we'd make it. Pretty cool that that stayed under uh, wraps for that long, though. She said that he was bad in bed, and it <laughs> kind of broke my brain. <laughs> like, don't say that. Uh, I, she said that, or something along the lines of he was, like, boring in bed or something. Uh, yeah. I could see it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's pretty chill. <laughs> he's only interesting when other people are writing cool roles for him, then. Who do you think... Of, like, the original cast of Star Wars, who do you think would be the most exciting to fuck? <laughs> well, Chewbacca, right? Because he's... You think so? Just, he's he looks like he's got the stamina to go the distance. Yeah. Let me think. So now they're... That's a tricky question. So they're excited about Han and Chewbacca are landing? I feel like Mark Hamill in those days would be the most energetic. <laughs> ah. Oh shit, stormtroopers. Stormtroopers show up. And they actually, I mean, those are real stormtrooper uniforms. Yeah, and that's the thing about the stormtrooper uniforms. It's like um, C-3PO where it actually looks good. Wow. Crazy. <laughs> Watching old commercials is so weird. All in the family, Alice. Lucy. A live Lucy thing. You know, Lucy is responsible for Star Trek getting on the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Such yeah. Such a cool yeah. story. Yep. Makes me really happy. I used to love I Love Lucy when I was a kid. I used to watch that a lot. It's a, I remember being like a really great show. I have such a soft spot for sitcoms. I do, too. What's your favorite? My favorite sitcom? Ooh, Mary's Holler Moore comes to mind. I just oh, cool. as, it's as like a prototype of what sitcoms are, you know. Yeah, I have. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. I like it. Um, I, for modern things, it's Arrested Development. You know, yeah. if you consider that a sitcom, that's yeah. Top. Are you? I, I'm watching Community right now for the first time, and it's blowing me away. It's really good. It's, season two of Community was yeah. like amazing. Yeah, it's, it takes about half to three quarters of the way for season one for it to find yeah totally what, it, what it's gonna be totally. I I was really pissed at it for a while. I'm like, why does everyone like this so much? It's really dumb. But yeah. then it got so good. But yeah, for me, my favorite sitcom has got to be Frasier. Frasier. Oh yeah, I that's a classic. I love that show. I love that show. I love the idea that that's one actor playing one character for like 20 years. Yeah, totally. Cuz cuz it cheers. Yeah. It's so cool. I've heard that he's a huge dick though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It seems like I almost it. said Winston Churchill. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. That was weird. Whoa. See, look at this commercial for unions. Wow. These are just like 
an assortment of multicultural yeah, this women. Is a, this is a diverse multicultural class. Oh, there's men in there too. Yeah, there's just but bald people saying that unions are good. You don't see this anymore. Wow, this is very strange. Yeah, this almost feels like it should be on the TV in, in Itchy's house. International Itchy. Ladies Garment Workers Union. House. <laughs> what are those? Sex toys? Phones. Oh, wow. Look at that Snoopy phone. We had one of those at my house. The Snoopy phone? Yeah. I always wanted to win one of those from uh, Family Fun Center. <laughs> but look at this. Look at how exciting phones were in the 70s. Yeah. This is some high-tech shit. Yep. Now you just have like a, a black rectangle. Yeah. Which is for some reason so futuristic. <laughs> black rectangles? That can do anything. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Man. The next step is for them to become transparent. That's what all the. Yeah. I'm stoked about that. Bible coming this fall at NBC. Wow. It's like a gritty reboot of the Bible. It is. <laughs> oh my God. Sodom and Gomorrah. Wow. The Bible. The Bible. Tomorrow on CBS. You just wouldn't see that today. See, it's the nice thing about it is that you don't have to pay anyone the rights to the Bible. Yeah, you just you just Dude, make it. Baseball looks exactly the same. Baseball hasn't changed. Baseball has not changed. Although one thing has changed. Reggie Jackson. No current baseball star has a candy bar named after them. Yeah. Is that his name, Reggie Jackson? Yeah. The candy they named after me. Yeah. I think Babe Ruth and then Reggie Jackson, and that's it. Who wants to eat? people i mean <laughs> cannibals <laughs> why are we naming foods after people <laughs> oh, i like reggie jackson maybe i'll <laughs> like his candy bar oh shit man stop bringing out baby seals it's such a horrible <laughs> noise there's something so authoritative about the imperial uniform yeah it's so good yeah it's so well designed all of them like all the uniforms just this one that's like the the, puke the olive trap, yeah. yeah. Olive trap, yeah. <laughs> Look at those boots. Yeah, yeah. Jack boots, dark gloves, mysterious insignia. That's a whole outfit of felt. Yeah, very <laughs> a lot of felt. Yeah. So this is just a random inspection, and those actually like are like pill containers on their jackets, right? Mm. Those things that look like pill containers. I think they actually were. That's great. I love Star Wars, man. First time I saw the first Star Wars movie was like, uh, I don't know. I was I was a teenager and I didn't even know that that type of amazing shit was possible. Oh, uh, wow. You know? So that's like, for, Star Wars was the second movie I saw. Because the, the first movie I saw was Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like ever? Ever. Because we went to a drive-in with my parents to watch a double feature of Creature from the Black Lagoon and Star Wars. Like, first movie you ever saw in the theater? Ever as a human being. How old were you? Uh, six. How did you avoid movies until you were six? Uh, I don't know. Just that's maybe it's the first one that I remember. Then oh, interesting. I mean, I can't. That's awesome, though. Like, first of all, let me back up and say that is the coolest. <laughs> like, I don't remember what my first movie was, and now I'm jealous. Well, and see, the fact that your first two movies were like awesome is so cool. It might be different because you know it's like '77, so there's not like movies on TV that were in the theater that I'm gonna know about or care about. Yeah, and interesting. Your parents are gonna take time. you to a theater. Interesting. That's so crazy. Like, I think about when I grew up as being 
like a long time ago, and then I assume that everyone grew up that way. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> but like, like my, you know, my dad got a TV for the first time. You right, know? right. My dad had never seen anything on television for the first time. Yeah, so interesting. And, you know, our kids will have never not had the internet. Yeah. Like, I remember the internet coming home one day. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, the internet was a thing that someone had told me about. Man. Oh, so it's not totally random. They're trying to find... Oh, they're looking for Chewie. But, see, now here's the thing. They're just, lo they're just looking for another adult male Wookiee. They don't know that he's rebel warrior Chewbacca. Ah. Because if they did, they would definitely have these people tortured. Right. Oh, by the way, while I'm finishing up here, why don't you boys take it easy, relax, put your feet up, and make yourself to home? It's interesting. It's very Nazi Germany. Yeah. Which makes sense. And Art Carney, under pressure, just rambling like an idiot. Oh, so what did you think when you saw Star Wars for the first time at six years old? If that's like the second movie you ever saw... Yeah, I, I have very little memory of the movie, of either of the movies. It's more of the night itself that I remember. Yeah. Being at the drive-in with my cousins, running around chasing lightning bugs. Like, that was the experience for me. Cool. Because then the movie was just like, oh, just a thing, just watch a thing, you know? Really? Interesting. I, I feel like that that did lead to me watching fantasy and sci-fi stuff, you know, that that was yeah. part of... Uh, uh, Early on, with anything I would watch. Crazy. I can't. I can't even imagine oh. seeing a movie for the first time. We're I wish I knew which one it was. I just don't know. Getting ready for another glimpse of entertainment. This is Art Carney trying to convince a, a, a dopey Imperial guard to watch his 3D entertainment system. <laughs> and killing bugs. Will you get on with it? What the okay, fuck? Okay. Yeah, it's it's. Exaggerating uh, delay. So, are we watching now Black Market or Imperial stuff? Must I, be Imperial stuff. No, I think this is Black Market. I think really? he's trying to like distract the Imperial Guard and like show him, like, yeah, I got some of that stuff. Because I so, think some of the guards are like, I don't care, you know, or they want stuff for themselves. There's always that at the edges. It's not like complete, utter totalitarian, totalitarian control. Right. Maybe it's like they know that there are Black Market. Bands like this, so this yeah. is the punk music of Kashyyyk right now. Well, no, I this is I feel like this comes from the wider space, but it's not empire driven. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, so this is like the hottest band on Corellia, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> that wow, ah! and he's singing into like a half of a lightsaber. <laughs> Who is this band? No idea. I I knit Jefferson it, Airplane? Is it Jefferson Airplane? It's some big band. I'm gonna look this up. Or is this when they decided to become Jefferson Starship? What? In Mugatsu, we had a song called Jefferson Starfish. <laughs> this is, yeah, it's Jefferson Starship. Okay. So there was like, there was Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship. And was there just like ever a Jefferson, or what, <laughs> what, what were the other what were the other iteration? Jefferson kite, <laughs> Jefferson, Mister Jefferson, <laughs> Jefferson Dude. walking, Jefferson car. Times have changed. Look at this. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they said to him like, "Oh yeah, we'll make it look like you're singing into a lightsaber." Oh yeah, cool. Okay, he's singing into a giant glowing corn dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> purple. 
Oh no, it's a shake weight. It's got it glows below his hand too. He's got a very strange way of looking at the camera that makes me a little uncomfortable. And oh my god, the drummer's like spinning his drumstick in the air. <laughs> and lest us forget, this is still a Star Wars movie. This is still a Star Wars movie. And they're animating they're animating like audio waves coming off yeah. of the instruments. And whoever designed these things was really into purple. Yeah. Oh, I love it. The spinning uh a windmilling your arm yeah. playing the guitar. Man. It must be so hard to try to perform like this in a studio. And these guys are not doing a good job. <laughs> like trying to imagine that there's an audience there and really oh, kind of yeah. go for it. Not doing it. <laughs> not doing it. And are they being recorded sound-wise or is the sound being no. dubbed in? This is like no. the studio track of the song. Uh, no, I don't think they're being recorded. I think they're just performing it. Yeah, so they're just miming their song. Yeah, they're just miming it. And then they'll play the studio track. This looks to me like four dudes who are trying as hard as they can to do a thing that they think looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like to, again, imagine like, you know, this is a band, what do you say, Corellia? Yeah. So these are just like dudes in their mid to late 20s in Corellia that are trying to make it big. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make it big in the galaxy, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is their big break. This is their big break. <laughs> this is their EEN de debut. <laughs> no, well, this is like on the, the sub-EEN network. Yeah. What do we call that? The Black Market Network. The Black Market Network. It's like Rebel Radio. Rebel Radio! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Man, this is fun. <laughs> this is like really fun. This is a thing you can do in your real life. It's just called recontextualizing. Yeah. Where if there's something that's happening, you try to change the context in your mind to look at it in a different way, to feel oh, differently totally. about it. I totally love that. I totally do that all the time. Yeah. So I, with something like this, it's in some ways easier because there's this whole backstory that we're already familiar with. Yeah. The, the good context already exists. Yeah. And again, to be clear, it's still in... Oh, it's still... It's very difficult to watch. Well, it's still not be good. Honest, it's a lot easier this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're. I think talking over it also helps. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. a good way to go. <laughs> yes. If you're gonna watch this movie, talk over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, if you don't pay attention to it, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, if you if you examine the plight of the Wookiee, <laughs> it's very insensitive. But hashtag Wookiee lives matter. Wookiee lives matter. Yep. <laughs> and I I do think it's interesting to think about a a a post-Ascendant Empire world, you know? Totally. Where the Star Wars universe before that had uh, uh, effectively seemed to have existed in non-centralized control and relative peace. I can't help but think about the Star Wars saga now in relationship to Donald Trump. Uh, the rise yeah, of the yeah, Emperor, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Like, people giving up their liberties in the name of... Like, out of fear, basically. right. right. Uh, someone learning to work the system to their advantage to get to the top of it. Yep. It's very similar. Like Your work here is finished. Although, I don't know. Remains, remains to be seen. We'll see. Yeah. If Donald Trump ever shoots lightning out of his fingers, <laughs> I want people to, to just remember that I called it. All right? Called it right now. That should be grounds for impeachment. <laughs> Shooting lightning out of your fingers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That should definitely be. He's just like on the stand. Did you or did you not shoot lightning out of your fingers? I didn't know such a thing. Something, something. Donald Trump. So they're. So the the empire like. They're kicking out. They're satisfied. They're satisfied. And they're leaving? Is that No, no, happened? no. They're still searching the house. Oh, they're, they are? Yeah. They're unsatisfied. They're kicking out Art Carney. Oh. Oh, shit. He just pushed Grandpa over. Yeah. Poor Itchy. We don't want to have to hurt anyone. That's not what we're here for. <laughs> this guy looks like an actor who was in the movie. Uh, I can't always control them as an imperial yeah see he pretends to be the reasonable person he will definitely murder this whole family yeah but for him like ugh, i killed a kid i gotta do paperwork yeah so he's just trying to scare them into letting him search the place yeah to them like wookies aren't even people yeah absolutely and if wookies had anything that he wanted like money he would definitely take a bribe to look the other way i'm getting really upset by it like right now i i feel like i understand activists because <laughs> If there were, like, a Wookiee activist club, I would join. Yeah. If I could try to help. They're like house elves. <laughs> Lumpy had to iron his hands. <laughs> oh, so now Lumpy's uh, burying himself in TV. But see, now look, he's doing this. He's checking to make sure. Is the Empire around? Nope. Ooh, and then he watches his cartoon. Right. And we're going to put a pin in it right there. We'll start next week with the cartoon, arguably the only part of the holiday special that is worth watching. It is the first appearance ever of Boba Fett. And it's pretty cool, actually. kind of like the cartoon. Uh, so this music you're listening to right now is Star Wars Funk by Miko. It's one of my favorite pieces of music ever. I first became aware of its existence from the Star Wars Insider magazine that I subscribed to as a kid, which was awesome. And then one day I was hanging out with my friend Lisa. I went over to her, to her house and I was thumbing through her parents' vinyls and lo and behold, there it was. Miko's Star Wars and Other Galactic Funk. I, I just freaked out when I saw it. I was like, I've always wanted to hear this. I want this so bad. And this is back in high school when I used to have a record player and wear a lot of hemp necklaces and listen to vinyl all the time. Uh, so she's like, you should just take it. Yeah, just take it. My parents never listened to it. Just take it. So she gave it to me. Uh, and it was wonderful <laughs> side b is other galactic funk uh so the whole thing is called star wars and other galactic funk by nico and it's brilliant so i'll bring you the rest of this movie next week a couple days ago i was a judge at the doctor who costume contest for the doctor who Day's party at mopop museum here in seattle if you want to hear that story i'll be telling it on my premium sci-fi project podcast which you can find at jessemercury.com Thanks so much for listening. Stay nerdy out there.